0: Ring the alarm.
1: My goodness, my goodness, my goodness.
0: Pascal Siakam officially traded to the Indiana Pacers. This is your Raptors NBA emergency podcast. So, thank you for listening. We had to jump on today. Uh, The big news, we've been talking about it for months. Pascal Siakam dished to the Pacers for more or less three first-round picks and some filler to match salary how are we feeling what's your initial reaction alex
1: we got bruce brown bruce brown was a big contributor to the denver nuggets championship win um one thing i'll say right now is that all of these first round picks are late in the first round and bruce brown is the actual is the only actual piece so uh, right off the bat man i don't like it i don't like this trade i don't th- i don't think the raptors got enough for pascal three late first round draft picks for a guy who is a, is a perennial all-star was, and probably still is to a certain extent. Like I don't like it, man. What do you think?
0: Yeah. The, the technicalities around these draft picks is kind of disappointing. The one in particular this year, the worst of Utah Houston Clippers or OKC's first round pick. Like it's guaranteed to be 25th or worst. Like, could we not get the best of those four? It's, yeah, it feels like late first round picks. Everything it's, it's disappointing, especially after the OG trade. I think our my, our hopes were up. I thought we could get more. I Thought we could get one of their young guys.
1: I, I think the love- other day, the other day when Pascal was saying that, or Pascal's representatives were literally saying that he wasn't confirmed to re-sign anywhere. Like he wasn't going to guarantee re-signing anywhere, no matter what brought his value down pretty drastically, but I didn't think that this would be it. Like Bruce Brown is a nice piece. uh, Don't get me wrong. Three first round draft picks sounds pretty good until you find out that they're late first round draft picks. I don't know who comes out of the late round for the most part at this point. So I, I don't know. I don't like it. The only upside I see to this, the only upside is that right now, RJ Barrett, scotty barnes emmanuel quickly will get more playing time they'll have more touches um it just kind of opens up that part of the scoring that pascal was taking up but on a more personal note man i'm really sad i'm really sad that pascal's gone it sucks you know he grew up with the raptors we've known him since he was a rookie we've known him since the 905 and now he's gone
0: yeah i'm really sad he's in terms of it he's got a huge raptors legacy he's was don't don't let anyone tell you differently he was the second option on the raptors championship team he was had games where he put up 30 points the raptors do not win that championship without him uh he performed at a high level he always had yeah it's sad it's like who would have thought the all these years, years later that chris boucher would be the last one from that team still on the raptors it's god damn it i'm sad
1: Here's the thing. Honestly, I'm surprised they couldn't get any of the younger pieces from Indiana. So Benedict Mathurin would have been great. Um, Nemhard would have been great as well. And I think that's what all of the Raptors fans were kind of expecting if he was to go to Indiana. We've been talking about these Indiana rumors for like, you know, a few weeks at this point. So to me, it's like, did we get fleeced on this deal? Did the Raptors get fleeced? What is the overall reaction on Twitter X, whatever? What have you seen?
0: I think, well, from what I've seen is everyone kind of expected a younger guy to be part of this trade. The Jairus walkers, the Nemards the Mathrens, one of those guys. So it is disappointing for a lot of people. And I get that. Uh, but I counter that. I'm sh- I have a lot of trust in Messiah and Bobby to make the right trade. Uh, I'm sure they canvassed the whole league and I'm sure they went back to the Kings this morning. They went back to the Mavericks this morning and were like, Hey, can you beat this trade? Can you beat these three first round picks? Do you have, can you, you want to give us Keegan Murray? We got a trade on the table. Like I'm sure this is the best they could get for it.
1: Do you think they could have held off a little bit longer? Like they weren't in dire straits to trade him right now. Could they have held off a bit longer?
0: No, the deadline is a few weeks away. You're right. They Possibly you could have maybe, but. Maybe Indiana goes elsewhere for it and they drop out of it. I, I don't know. It's tough. I see the disappointment in Raptors fans, but I also think it's the best they could have done. Uh, we posted on our Instagram story, we posted a poll, who won the trade, and it's pretty evenly split. Raptors 38%, Pacers 25%, and then a fair trade also at 38%. So it's like, yeah, I don't know, people aren't upset they see both sides of it
1: do you, know, you I, just, I just saw it yeah do i what sorry
0: if you're a pacers fan are you happy
1: 100 percent. i'm ecstatic if i'm a pacers fan the one thing i'm worried about is the fact that he won't stay because it's indiana and because he's <laughs> said to everybody that he's willing to look at every possible place where you could be where you could sign after this year but man i just found i found the best reaction to this trade which i agree with Probably, um, one second. So the the quote is probably the least exciting trade of someone with a resume as great as Siakam's TBH. I agree with that completely. Like, I feel like he was so underappreciated in Toronto for the time that he was here. And the fact that we only got three late first round draft picks on Bruce Brown from is a little bit, Disappointing. I don't know. I'm still disappointed about this. No. Nope. I feel like they could have done. I I feel like they could have done so much better.
0: Maybe, maybe that's where you can critique Masai, Jerry, and Bobby is that they waited too long. Maybe if you make the deal last summer, you can get more. Maybe last trade deadline, you get a lot more. You have a year and a half of control on the guy. Maybe this is what happens when you wait till he's halfway, he has half a season left on his contract and may not resign. Although I do think Woj said after the trade that Siakam is excited about the trade and eager to potentially sign with the Indiana in the offseason. Does that mean he is? I, I, there's so much smoke saying that he's not that I don't necessarily believe it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at, to your to answer your previous question a little bit more in depth, I'm looking at the Pacers depth chart right now, and uh, they look pretty good. So Tyrese at the one, Buddy Heel at the two, Matherin coming off the bench. Aaron Naismith myth at the three. Matherin coming off the bench for either of those two positions. Now, Pascal's at the four. Jalen Smith um, as his sub. And then Miles Turner at the five. Uh, look, are they a contender with Pascal at this point? Probably not. Even with Halliburton playing as well as he is, I don't think they're a contender with Pascal on this team. What do you think?
0: Could they win this year? Probably not. No, I agree. But if they do re-sign Siakam, which they have a leg up now on everyone else, man, they have kept all these young guys. They're going to keep growing. This is going to be a deep team in two years. One year even. I like. It's not possible, and I mentioned this in previous podcasts, but if you could place a bet on like the 2026 NBA champion, it could be the Pacers. They're going to be... They got young guys who are going to be great players.
1: They do. And Again, I think, will he get more media attention in Indiana than he did in Toronto? Probably not. So he will still be underappreciated over there. I feel like Pascal wants to go to a bigger market, honestly. So I don't foresee him staying in Indiana no matter what. So it feels like a bit of a rental to me. So if he walks and the Pacers
0: gave up three first-round picks, that might be it. could be a bad trade for both teams here.
1: Yeah, it could be a bad trade for both teams. I, um, there's one... There's one tweet from Simu Liu. Um, He tweeted out a photo of the 2019 championship team, and he said, I will never forget our championship run in 2019. To me, this squad represents the heart of the Raptors who brought a championship to the city of Toronto against all odds. Today marks the end of an era, but the Northern Uprising is forever. Again, I think he probably forgot about uh, our boy Chris Boucher. But <laughs> it is really sad. Looking at this picture, and honestly, like it hurts my heart a little bit. You know, like it really does. OG, Pascal, Fred, Kyle Lowry, Marc Gasol, Norm Powell, Serge Ibaka.
0: All gone.
1: All gone.
0: Makes me, I kind of wish they could have re-signed him. Just make him a raptor for life. Why can't we do this? Why can't we, why can't they just give him the bag, let him grow with Scottie?
1: It was certainly possible, but again, to my previous point, I think This will help Scotty grow a little bit. You know, last podcast, I was saying that I honestly do believe that he is capable of being the top player on a championship contending team, on a championship winning team. So it's like Pascal was the number one scorer, no matter what, when he was on the Raptors. Now, you know, those responsibilities move on and shift to someone else. So I don't know. Do Do I like this trade? Absolutely not. Do I think we could have gotten more for sure? But maybe this is a blessing in disguise, where it'll allow, allow the Raptors to not be in limbo, like we were talking about last podcast.
0: And the Raptors avoid the worst case situation, which is him walking for nothing, like Van Vliet. Like it's not the; it's definitely not the worst case scenario. Far from. It. Like they got some. They got stuff. Could turn into something. But yeah, late first round picks. I don't know. The, the, Siakam was late first round pick, but then. For every Siakam, the Raptors have drafted a Malachi Flynn or a Bruno, and I don't know. I don't have confidence.
1: You know what? He came to Toronto as a boy.
0: He did. He's leaving
1: leaving Toronto as a man. (laughs) One thing we'll say to Pascal is that the city of Toronto will always love Pascal. I would like to say thank you for helping us win that championship team, and just thank you from the city of Toronto and us loyal Raptors fans. Thank you, Pascal. Probably won't hear this, but just wanted to say that.
0: Thank you, Pascal.
1: Thank you so much. Uh, I got I'm a question. I'm now sad. that he's
0: officially gone, yes. what is his legacy in Toronto? He won the championship. Second leading scorer. He made. Don't forget, he made the last, like essentially, clinching bucket in Game Six of that championship. He is. Very important to the team. Where does he rank in terms of top Raptors of all time?
1: You know what's so funny? Man, when we were at the game two nights ago, Mm. and he passed Chris Bosh in the all-time games played list. Right. I swear to God, I was sitting there and I was like, man, what if this is the last game he plays for the Raptors and he just played the last game? We saw his last game, Andy.
0: I know. We We saw his last game
1: as a Raptor. But I was, I was thinking in my head, what if this is his last game and he got that record to be Chris Bosh in games played for the Raptors in his very last game? And then that's literally what happened. What is his legacy?
0: Top How five the Raptors. Raptors- is, he, is he a top five Raptor of all time?
1: Ooh, ooh, should we create another video for this? Top five Raptor of all time. He has to be in the conversation for sure. <laughs>
0: Who's ahead of him? Lowry.
1: Lowry, Demar, Vince. Kawhi? See, that's a really, you know, we could we could argue this subject forever, but you know, you know my opinion on the whole Kawhi thing. I don't think just because he was here for one year, I don't think he'd be considered the greatest. Not even top 5? No, probably top 5. I don't know. But I think to-
0: he's top 5. I think he's above Bosch.
1: I'd have to think about this for for a while. Above Bosch, the only reason he's above Bosch is because he helped the Raptors win a championship, and he was the second best player on the team there. So yeah, that's he why he's more
0: names for the Raptors. He was yeah. an All Star starter, like he had a bigger impact. Maybe he's not a Hall of Famer like Bosch,
1: but he had a bigger impact. He's here for Chris the same. Bosh ever an All Star starter for sure, right? Not he... when he was with the Raptors, I don't think. So, hold on, I feel like he was oh there you go January 25th 2007 he was an NBA all-star starter for the East but wait that makes in 2007 was he playing for the Rodgers
0: I mean him and Pascal have very similar careers
1: yeah very you're right very similar very On similar all-star. that's it I'm making a prediction right now there's no chance that Pascal staying in Indiana Ooh. There's no chance he's staying in Indiana unless they go super far in the playoffs and then everyone can convince him to stay. But I don't think Indiana has enough to win the championship this year, nor do I think they have the chance to get anybody else. Who's a big time star over there. Even, even through trades. I think right him now, and
0: the are going to be nice together. I'm optimistic.
1: Do you though? Like they both need the ball. Like they're Pascal's not really a pick and roll player, you know? Like, I don't see I don't see them gelling as well as like you know Halberton would gel with a big man who could roll to the rim a little bit harder. Pascal, you know, Pascal needs the ball and needs to put in work in the post. Hal Burton needs the ball all the time a, as well. Kyle
0: Lowry or Fred Van Vliet passing
1: yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anything else? I'm sad.
0: Yeah, I got one more thing. Yeah. Get your tickets for the reunion tour. What do you know mean? What I'm talking about? No. The Raptors' schedule coming up is going to be the most emotional three weeks of games. Tonight, as we're recording, Kyle Lowry and the Heater in town. Tomorrow, DeMar DeRozan and the Bulls. Next Friday, Kawhi, Norm, and the Clippers. February 9th, Fred VanVleet and the Rockets. Then Valentine's, Siakam back in town. Wow. That's five big games against championship juggernauts for the Raptors. And then the Raptors are playing. That's wild.
1: That's a wild stat, Andy. Yeah. It's a. Yeah, you're right. Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, OG. um, I always just like don't mention Malachi Flynn and Precious Achua. OG, Precious Achua. Well, you're saying the OGs that won the championship. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi. I don't know why this makes me so sad, man.
0: You got the the winter blues too. It's freezing, freezing outside.
1: Pascal's gone. It is what it is. All right. Wrap it up, big boy.
0: Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe on all content platforms. Everyone. And unsubscribe from everything else.
1: Make sure. And
0: one final note. This isn't for any of our listeners except for one man and one man only. Thank you for everything, Pascal.
1: Thank you, Pascal. I'm like actually sad. That is sad, I don't know.